It's that time once more. It's Turbo Time. Turbo Drive Live. Here on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music. Music. Hey there, people. Welcome to Turbo Drive Live here yet again on Turbo on Sega Sonic Radio. Yes. Aha! How you doing? Yes, I am back again for the weekend. Kickstarting it into Turbo Drive Live here tonight. Uh-huh. Yes, I'm being clever again. Although the cleverest will eventually be, you know, slapped on the floor and beaten to death with a big barge pole, but uh, nevertheless. Um... So, welcome! Yes, I'm back again, uh, with my randomness and utter blandness, as usual, and predictabilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's like this show is so predictable now, you can pretty much just write it out in five paragraphs. You know, just five lines, you know, or just five lines on a sheet of paper, and it's like, it's like it'll be brought up on a, you know, on a GCSE kind of like, uh, um, test and it'd be the fucking easiest question out out of the lot. And so, hmm, I don't know about the theory. I don't know how to write down the theory of relativity in a more orchestrated uh, way of doing that. But this one, oh, this one, describe how this idiot is on this show. Ah, yes, very easy until simples. Anyway, I'll be doing all right. All six of you, because <laughs> apparently, apparently no one likes what I've been talking about now. Swell. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, shubidi doo da. Yes, I've totally lost my train of thought, as usual. So yes, it's been one of those weeks again. It's always one of those weeks. It's a common factor, ain't it? You know. It's like it's one of those weeks, one of those weeks. Oh. Yeah. Uh, last week, well, <laughs> last Sunday, if anyone was listening to, um, what was it? Uh, ah, Mock the Geek. You probably listened to me, like, raging uh, during that show. Um, mainly because I'm very surprised with how, you know, people still don't know how Mock the Week works and how Mock the Geek copies what Mock the uh, Week does. Um, I mean, it's not rocket science, people. It's comedy. Comedy first, quiz second. Ah, and then when it gets to the quiz thing, you know, I would like to actually, you know, actually succeed in, you know, winning at areas. You know, it's it's just one of those things, just those tiny, tiny things, just tiny. And of course, anyone wants to be an idiot, and doesn't want to cooperate in helping the cause for success then they shouldn't be around they shouldn't be there if they don't know and if they think it's something completely different then they shouldn't be allowed to talk There. I, I've just wanted to get that out there. And not freak out. <laughs> like I did on Sunday. Which many people were probably like, What the fuck is this guy on? Then, uh, yeah. So, anyway. Let's go on with the show, shall we? Um, we got Sonic News Rewind coming up very shortly. It's not really much going to talk about. Um... We also got Turbo Source Impressions. Turbo Source Impressions uh, is a movie review and, well, animated movie review, so I've kind of refined it for you. Um, 
I mean, it's not really feature-length material. It, it didn't get a the- it didn't get a theatrical release. It only got a director DVD kind of like uh, scene. But I was able to da- I downloaded it on uh, Xbox Live Zoom uh, video marketplace. So I had the points. It was exactly how many points I had left or ha- I had available because I just recently updated um, got another twelve month uh, membership for my Xbox Live Gold. Finally, I mean, I I haven't actually been playing my Xbox for a good while, so. But, uh, no, hopefully get back into the rhythm. I mean, TF2 has been keeping me occupied for a good while, so, uh, you know, I can't I can't shun Steam at all. Um, but, uh, no, I got uh, a special 12-month points, uh, or 12-month gold membership, which got me 800 Microsoft points free with it, which is coolly yours. And add that on top of what I had left over, I had enough money to buy one of the one of the kind of like uh, like uh, animated features that was on the Zoom Marketplace. So I'll talk about that in Turbo Source Impressions uh, tonight. And of course, if you've got any requests or whatever, do send them to me either in the IRC chat room, which uh, a couple of people are in there, hopefully listening, because I can see the numbers. And there's only eight of you listening. So, the either the rest of you have fucked off because I am boring you, or you're either fucked off because you're tweeting on Sonic Tweet, which is absolutely retarded. I wouldn't say retarded, just a waste of time. And if not, then you're probably a brony, and celebrating brony day, which is absolutely lame. Pretty much, I'm the spoony, uh, the spoony kind of like a hypocrite of, or well, the spoony uh, version of uh, the Sonic universe. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because thing is, like, I because Spoony has his hates. He hates Final Fantasy, and he gets lip for that. I hate My Little Pony because I think it's absolutely stupid. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, it's a girls' show. It's okay if girls watch it because girls they're allowed to watch it. Guys, on the other hand, they shouldn't be watching it. They shouldn't be liking it. In fact, I I'm I'm not being sexist in any way. It's just obviously the series is meant for female demographic it's it's obviously cutesy it's 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 got the wacky characters but it's overall aimed at girls and girls in general it's not meant for guys and it just irritates the fuck out of me that guys are liking the series or this particularly series so for the love of god guys stop cutting off of Stop cutting off your wangs! <laughs> Seriously! It's not cool! Yeah. I'm, I'm kidding, anyway. So, <laughs> alright, I'm just gonna go out here and say, just steal a line from, obviously, Spoonie. Deep wang! <laughs> Deep wang! Honestly. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. How about we go into Sonic News, Sonic News Rewind now, huh? Yeah, let's do that. Um, now, uh, what was it? One, someone on YouTube uh, who I'm kind of friends with um, favorited one of these, uh, one of these, uh, a video, a video uh, of Dave Grosh um, throwing out a f- a guy who was fighting. During an iTunes festival uh, gig uh, on, uh, I think they said Wednesday night in London, and with uh, that, it, it was it was very, very cool. <laughs> so it's like Dave Grosh, he had the balls to just say, "Hey, you, you, you're fighting. Get the hell out of my, get the hell out of my." Out of here, you're you you ruin it. You're ruining the experience for everyone else. So stop it. 
Stop it. Get the fuck out of me. Fuck out of me, uh, gig. Of course, he didn't say it like that. You can watch the video if you want. But um, it's very short. It's only like a minute minute or, minute or two long. And it, it was fantastic that Dave Gross... He just saw the guy fighting. Um, he was just fighting in the crowd for no apparent reason. Probably just, you know, knocked back too many... <laughs> Knocked back too many um, Bacardi breezers or something like that, or maybe maybe just too many too many shots of vodka, uh, and just started to pick a fight at a gig. I mean, very random, I know, but still. Um, but hey, you know, with um, you know with uh, Dave Groves' amazing. Uh, handling of the situation, uh, with obviously the majority of the uh, of his vocabulary being the f word mostly. Uh, here is uh, Foo Fighters DOA um, that I have on my thing because I don't have anything else apparently. So anyway, enjoy this. I will be back shortly with Sonic News Rewind on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio. <laughs> You know I did it, it's over and I feel fine Nothing you can say is gonna change my mind Waited and I waited at the longest night Nothing like the taste of sweet decline I down, I fell, I fell so fast Dropping like the brains in an hourglass Never say forever, there's nothing last Dancing with the bones of my various past Never mind, that's nothing I
News Rewind. Hey, welcome back. It's time for Sonic News Rewind here on Turbo Drive Live. And uh, yeah, I was just speaking in the IRC chat room uh, where Vlops the Spy has been talking about, you know, with uh, My Little Pony... Uh, uh, Friendship is Magic, the, the the series that everyone loves, um, pretty much saying that you know she was going through how she was talking about the kind of like roots that the series was going through, and that's the problem. It doesn't know what it wants to be. The first I've watched the entire series, trust me, and I can easily say, okay, yeah, I'm kind of sad for actually watching the entire series, but I wanted to know why people actually like this show. And, frankly, I still don't see why people like this show. Uh, particularly the guys. Um, I don't know why the guys are liking this show. The girls, I can understand, because it does have that kind of like... It does have those cute characters. And I use the quotes there. Cute characters. And, um... But... The first two episodes... The pilot episodes... Or the pilot two-parter started the series was pretty much leading it up to be a Sailor Moon-like show. And I can totally agree with that, because the ending of that series... But the only problem with the pilot episode is that nothing, pretty much nothing in that episode is ever brought up in the entire series again. There's nothing... It is pretty much a big-lipped alligator episode. Not a moment. A big-lipped alligator episode. The entire episode is a big-lipped alligator moment. And, you know, no one speaks of the... the At the time, protagonist... Or, like, uh, at the time, the nemesis of the... Kind of, like, uh... Uh, series. Uh, where... You know, it's like, you know, there's obviously another character. There's the other princess, Princess Luna, I think it is. And, uh, you know, she gets reverted back to her normal, nice self. But she's never mentioned again. Wait, well done. Well done, production company. Well done for introducing a character that could have been used for the rest of the series, but you couldn't be bothered. And, of course, the personalities of each character is copied from various other sources. And I've explained this to death previously, and I'm not going to explain it again. It's... They're just copying from other cartoons that have had that success. But, I don't know why people still... uh, I don't know why they would just like that. I would like just watching, like... The original material, personally. Like Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon, obviously, yes. Sailor Moon... I am a fan of Sailor Moon. Because it was the it was the series that actually introduced me to anime. The second being Dragon Ball Z. And third being Fist of the North Star. Uh, because those three shows actually got me into anime... You know, very heavily. You know, one was obviously the bright, colorful, vibrant kind of like uh, uh, thing. The uh, uh, the second being obviously the vi- the action, the violence, the kind of like you know, raw kind of like moments. And then obviously Fist and North Star putting the icing on the cake, and you know that being blood, of course, and just introduced the whole ultra violence of the kind of like uh, anime scene, and that's cool. Um, but My Little Pony? It's My Little Pony, guys! And I'm just saying, the guys. Not the girls, the guys. You know, I can pretty much steal another bit from Spoonie if you want me to. You know, um... You know, like, for example... Like, here, here's a quote that you might actually remember from fin- from the Final Fantasy VIII, you know, uh, review. <clears throat> If you like My Little Pony, you're a pussy. And no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not discriminating women here. I'm calling. I'm calling you a pussy. Women have more balls than you. 
And if I had them, here are your man cards. These are your man cards liking My Little Pony, ripping them up. There you go. <laughs> so there, that there's your bits. There's there's another piece of stolen material there. So so Spoony, if you're hearing this, you can sue me. But it's it was worth it. <laughs> anyway, I'm kidding. Um, so anyway, Sonic news. Before I get more off track in in this show, which is uh, the common norm. Um. Right, uh... I totally lost it. Anyway, um... Yes! Summer Sonic news! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Don't know why I was going all link there. Yeah! 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 Anyway. Uh... Sonic Show uh, has posted up its Summer Sonic Retrospected. Uh, being the second longest retrospective they've ever done. Um, uh, longest being the 2008 re- rendition, I believe. So, just uh, thinking over that. But hey, uh, but no, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's got some cool back the scenes, uh, you know, kind of like a cool tourage of uh, Summer Sonic and whatnot. Be aware though, the audio with ri- uh, with uh, Rory uh, Rory Black or. Uh, Rory Jocelyn, aka Dreadnox's brother. Um, the audio in that I can explain. The thing is, is that when Rory or whoever was behind the camera or whoever set set up the camera for use accidentally switched the audio for recording to mixed, being that you could hear from the microphone that Rory had in his hand and the microphone on the camera. And because because the camera was so close to the microphone, the, the microphone that Rory was holding, you get to hear a double effect. And it is quite annoying. Uh, quite annoying. Uh, quite annoying. There we go. So that's ex- that's it explained. So next time when my stuff is being used again, I will purposely glue the switch to single. Not mixed, single. And then that problem will never arise ever again. And you will thank me for it. So anyway, um other news UK UK and Spanish retailers have been listing Sonic Generations Special Edition for PS3 and Xbox 360. However, this has been kind of like clarified a little bit better, being that this is actually the exclusive editions for Sonic Generations for the PS3 and Xbox 360 in the UK retailer game, at least. Uh, basically, it was pre- it, it like originally if you pre-ordered the game. You got the extra DLC uh, for Sonic Generations that included the Casino Night pinball level, and um, but in hindsight, UK retailer game actually thought, you know, what would be better if we actually bundled that pre-order bonus as an exclusive edition for our stores, our our game group stores, then it would be better. So. So instead of it being a pre-order bonus, it's actually got to be something that will be part of an exclusive edition for Sonic Generations. So yeah, uh, they have done this in the past. Well, publishers and retailers have done this in the past, where there would be two versions of the game. One would be the standard edition, and the other would be a, an, ex- an exclusive limited edition, which is this, which will be the exact same price as the standard edition. But you get free extra. De- you'll get free extra DLC. Simple as. La Noir did it. Crisis did it. Um, Splinter Cell Conviction did it as well with the Shadow Edition. But um, 
It's pretty self-explanatory. So basically, when you're pre-ordering Sonic Generations, make sure you're getting the exclusive edition from game. And of course, when you get the exclusive edition, you'll get the DLC available with it. Simple as. Um, what was also revealed for Sonic Generations was Metal Sonic. The CG artwork for Metal Sonic, in fact. Uh, which is uh, quite a throwback to Metal Sonic's original design in Sonic CD, uh, where he's actually smaller, kind of like uh, a little more, you know, smaller, and more proportionate to classic Sonic's kind of like proportions. So this will probably be a Metal Sonic versus classic Sonic fight, from what I can think. That's what I think. I don't know. I can, I, I, I could be wrong. Anyway, um... Now, Sega of America is looking for people. You know what they want want for their company? A new assistant community manager. Yes, in San Francisco. So if you want to be a community manager like Kevin Ava AAUK used to be, then now's your chance. And if you do so, may you may you deal with it in so much glorious pain. Nah, I'm kidding. No, I'm not. Uh, yes, I am. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, if Sega announced that they've got a new assistant community manager job at San, in, in their San Francisco office, so if you want to do it, by all means. I mean, it's got to be stressful. I know, because I know Kevin. I know Kevin Neva. Alright, A-U-K, he, you know... He was a very busy man in that position at Sega of Europe, so, yeah, you know. Anyway, and lastly, there has been an email going around from Sega that reveals that Sonic Generations is definitely coming out on the PC. Congratulations, Sega. Congratulations. Apparently, this is coming from Sega Spain, so, which is kind of normal, being that it's uh, one of the, kind of like, separate divisions of Sega Europe, so. Anyway, enough said. That is all the Sonic news that's been going on this week. Glorious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this story is happy end. Haha. Uh, right. Oh, Flops' spy is gone. Sad face. Uh. Um, I was kind of wondering what else was going on in the IRC channel, but, uh, well, not many people were talking about anything else. Uh, Hedgehog crisps. Uh, very odd. Anywho, um, yes, uh, what, what else was going on? Oh, yeah! I've totally forgot. If well, obviously, if you don't, if you're not a friend of my Facebook, but I'll tell you anyway. Uh, another video that I was that I saw on um, YouTube was this guy petitioning, or well, exp- ex- very well put. Uh, well, let's just say he was t- begging Nintendo to take his money, uh, but not in this kind of like s- typical sense. He did it so swab and sophisticated and so seductively that it was pretty much a very well done kind of like video to petition to get certain games released over in the United States. And um, it is actually very surprising with uh, his petitioning. It's like, because obviously he wants to have, not only, uh, he's got six games, six games that have not been released in the the US to be released there. And he does it in such a way that it's it's mesmerizing how he kind of like has has a very kind of like sophisticated argument to the whole situation of how some games 
that are released in various territories like the UK and Japan, but they don't get released in the US. And one title that he brought up was one that I actually own, which is uh, another Cold R, A Journey Into Lost Memories. And funnily enough, uh, it is surprising that that game isn't getting a US release. Um, because it's a really good game. And from from the guy's analysis and kind of like research into how games sell on the Wii in the US compared to the other territories, apparently the US is the best place to actually sell, um, you know, specific, you know, sell titles in. Granted, yeah, because the, you know, the kind of like market of the US is actually the largest market in the world, being that it's got the largest, you know, kind of like, uh, uh, kind of like area to work with out of the main, out of the main kind of like territorial countries, obviously Japan, Europe, and, uh, uh, the US. And it can make sense, but some of his, some of his kind of like numbers didn't add up because at times he had like the numbers for the US and Japanese kind of like sales figures, but not the Europeans, even though some of the games that he actually had in those lists did actually get released in the UK. One in particular was Akami, I believe. I believe he didn't have any European figures for Akami that was released on the Wii here in the UK. And it did come out in the UK. I know. I sold it many times over. So, where did he... Why is his details quite wrong? I don't know. Maybe, maybe he just got them from a website that doesn't really track the sales figures very well. And I'm probably right on that. I'm probably thinking that there are better sources that you can get your kind of like information from. Maybe from the horse's mouth, maybe. From Nintendo themselves. Maybe. But um But no, he does it in such a way it's just absolutely fantastic. And uh I totally recommend people actually watching his kind of like uh, viewpoint and uh you know actually liking his uh, thing, because frankly, he doesn't need to be uh, making videos telling Nintendo that he wants to give them his money for the games that are not released here in the, uh, uh, released in his area. Um, he should be doing other things. He should be doing spokes... He, he should be a spokesperson for a company. Hell, he should be a spokesperson for Nintendo for crying out loud. Nintendo should hire the guy! You know, if anyone... if if he says stuff that was coming from Nintendo, people will fucking listen because that guy, he can he can talk for his country. Oh yeah, he can talk. Literally. Anyway, if you don't know what it is, just find it's it was hosted on Kotaku as well and Go Nintendo. It's uh basically the title of the video is Nintendo. I uh, we want to give you uh, why won't you take my money? Um I think that's what it's called, but definitely look it up. It's really cool. Definitely worth it. Definitely worth worth a view. Uh, right. Anyway, <laughs> not Brody Quest. That was last week. Um, yeah, if you didn't, if you don't know what Brody Quest is, you haven't. You you missed last week's show. So yeah. Um. Anywho, um, we'll go on to Turbo's uh, first impressions now. And this week, um, because I haven't been, because these these guys don't get that much appreciation for the song that they did for Sonic and the Black Knight, I'm gonna play their song. It's uh, uh, Emma and Tina from All Ends, featuring. Uh, Marty Friedman, or Friedman, uh, with uh, with me, uh, which is the end, which is the boss, the final boss theme for Sonic and the Black Knight, and there is a Crush Forty version of this, but the original doesn't get that much love, so I'm gonna be playing that tonight, and 
that'll be taking us into Turbo Surf's impressions tonight. So, here is with me. Enjoy it, and see you on the other side for Turbo Surf's impressions on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio. First impressions here on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio. Yes, I'm fast, aren't I? Oh yeah, faster than speed bullets. Although I cannot leap tall buildings in a single bound, and I cannot fly and uh, cannot shoot laser beams from my eyes. But I know one person who can, and that is Superman. Because today is my Turbo Source impressions on Superman. Doomsday. Yes, the animated feature that is inspired and um, uh, adapt, uh, adapted from 
the graphic novel, uh, the best-selling, apparently best-selling graphic novel, The Death and Return of Superman. And, um, yeah, this is a, this is an animation that I've been really wanting to actually have a chance to sit down and actually watch the, through uh, the entirety. Um, because, you know, I've always been... I've, I've always loved the, the Justice League a lot. And uh, I have watched bits of, like, the, you know, the Superman animation series and the Batman am- animated series. Batman Beyond was another... Uh, Batman Beyond, or as it was known here in the UK, Batman of the Future, uh, was a really good series as well. I, per- I personally think that Batman of the Future or Batman Beyond did actually work. Um... Because really, you look at you look at Batman, and obviously he's not immortal, so someone has to replace him at times. And of course, you know, Batman of the Future was very good. But anyway, I'm side I'm sidetracking. Let's talk about Superman Doomsday. And um, basically, the story premise is simple: um, Superman and Lois Lane obviously are having a, a decent, a strong relationship that's been going on for a good few months. Um, then, uh, during a kind of like a kind of like harvest, harvesting kind of like materials thing that Lex Luthor, uh, Lex Corp has been doing over the course of many weeks or so, they come across a alien capsule that ha- has a uh, a dangerous entity that was uh, sent there and whatnot. And basically, this is Doomsday. Um, which many people would actually know who Doomsday is if they've watched Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Because uh, in that universe, in the Justice League universe, or the Justice League TV universe, um, Doomsday was created by uh, Cadmus. And they were training him to to hate Superman and to destroy Superman and whatnot. But uh, he ended up being too out of control and whatnot. This this version of Doomsday is much more mindless. It, it, he was still a weapon that was created to, you know, kind of like use in war. But he he was so mindless that he pretty much didn't know who was friend and who was foe. So he literally killed everyone in sight, and I mean everyone. No matter who it was, if it was living, if it was breathing, Doomsday would gonna kill it. So, men, women, children, anything. Anything. So, that was kind of like a menacing kind of like a enemy to have Superman go, go up against. Um, but of course, as many people have, who know... The graphic novel and, of course, Doomsday. Superman actually dies in the middle of the movie. So, yeah. It's predictable. But uh, how he came back is kind of impressive. Kinda. Um, but it's also a cop-out as well. Um, uh, Lex Luthor takes Superman's bot- uh, like supposedly dead body and takes him to LexCorp and he makes a clone off him, you know, which is kind of weird. Although, this is the DC Universe, so clones is kind of the typical norm, though it's more it's more chaotic in the Marvel Universe. You know, with Spider-Man, clones, clone saga. You know, anyway. Um, with, uh, what was it? With the clone Superman... In action, you know, uh, doing his jobs as Superman and whatnot, it beca- the clone eventually snaps uh, after after a moment where one of his arch villains, Toy Man, who is completely different in this movie compared to his TV con- uh, to his TV animation co- counterpart, where Toy Man did lo- literally look like a toy. This toy man, on the other hand, looked fucking creepy. And I think that's what the animators wanted to try with uh, uh, this uh, this animation, was to make 
make the characters, uh, all the characters, a lot darker than they would normally be portrayed on the TV series that they came from. So, which it, it kind of works at times, but it doesn't work sometimes, as I'll get into in a moment. Uh, so, but during a during a moment where Superman is watching a news report about Toy Man, uh, he finds out that Toy Man actually killed a four-year-old girl. No kidding. They actually use that as a plot to make the clone Superman turn turn psychotic as such. They made Toy Man kill a four-year-old girl. That's kind of cold. A little cold. Um... So this makes Superman, uh, the clone Superman, uh, go and literally, you know, an eye for an eye kind of like situation. Superman actually kills Toy Man by making him fall. Well, he takes him up into the air and make, and drops him onto a car. Now the problem here, and you've pro- you'll probably see it in the, in the thing, but um, when Toy Man actually hits the car, um, you actually see him implode into the car. Like, like you know, he, he falls on the car. He falls into the car. Simple as. But there's no, there's no kind of like damage to Toy Man at the time. But then, when it cuts scenes, and Lois Lane comes into the scene and sees, the, sees Toy Man uh, on the car, he's got, he's got a, like, a drape covered over him, and there's blood. Dr- like, there's a lot of blood coming from the side of the car where, you know, Toy Man's hands and suppose and head kind of like resides. Now, I I I don't know how to take this. I mean, you know, you could have added the blood effect during the scene where we actually saw Toy Man actually drop on the car but you add you have you have the blood coming pouring out at well after toy man was kind of like you know dropped onto the car it's it, it it's kind of awkward the and of course the blood in the blood in this uh in this movie um uh, it's not off putting it's just they kind of time it in bad points um, like there's one moment obviously when Doomsday is constantly punching Superman in the gut, and it eventually makes Superman bleed from the mouth, like cough, literally coughing up blood. So he's pretty much getting, you know, he's being damaged from the inside. Uh, and that, you know, it's it's kind of awkward, you know, because you don't really see that that too often, do you? Anyway, that that aside, um, but eventually. Uh, what was it? Superman's robot servant. I don't know who he is. I don't know what he is or whatever. I don't know what the robot's name is. But the robot comes around, finds Superman, takes him out of LexCorp, and, you know, um, heals him. Pretty much brings him back to life. Basically, Superman never died. He His vitals was just slowed down to a crawl. Um... To at least make him live, but it actually, but it made it simulate that he was dead. Okay, whatever. Um, but no, with the clone Superman now snapped, and he sees himself as the kind of like judge, judge, jury, and executioner. If you pay, if you basically take a life, or you're very inconsiderate, he will pretty much kill you. Yeah. So it kind of sucks. It kind of sucky that. Uh, right. So, in any case, um, uh, Lois Lane obviously tries to investigate about the whole kind of like with Superman. Uh, knowing that Superman is, was made, well, she, she know. She knows that Superman is actually being controlled by Lex Luthor because Lex Luthor made the clone, but she doesn't know it's the clone yet until eventually, you know, she finds out that he he's been making clones. 
Simple as that. Um, when um, when it gets to the big battle with the clone Superman and the real Superman comes together, um, then the shit pretty much you know the shits 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 get real. Um, so yeah. It's conf- <laughs> I'm getting a quote from Extractus. It's this is confusing stuff. Yeah, it is kind of confusing. Read the graphic novel. Um, read the death of Superman and the return of Superman. Go ahead to try to make sense of it. I'm trying to make sense of it of Doomsday. As a, um, anywho, basically. Case in point, Superman, the real Superman comes back. Um, real Superman comes back, defeats the clones, Superman. Bada bang, bada boom. You're all done. Yeah. Save the day. Well, not. Um, my overall impressions of the movie, it's... Obviously, it tried to be, obviously, like a dark, you know, a really dark Superman Kind of like a uh, animation, where obviously that kind of like material really only works with Batman, but it kind of works in Superman. I'm not. I'm not saying that it doesn't work. It just kind of works. It just it it's not balanced well enough. Um, many people actually, a lot of fans actually love Doomsday. They love this animation and. Uh, Fair enough. You can, you, you can, you know. By all means, go nuts. Praise the mo- praise this animation with all your heart. But uh, I just, uh, yeah, I think it was. It had its good points. It had its bad points. You know, the whole kind of like solar powered suit kind of made me go okay. Uh, right. Um, and various other things. Um, lastly, do I recommend the movie? It's hard to say whether or not to recommend it. I mean, I've been pondering trying to get this either on DVD or whatever, by any means, kind of like, for a good while. I bought it on Zoom. And for 940 Microsoft points to actually permanently own the movie, or the animation, it's it's kind of a stretch. I mean, that's less than 10 quid. Um, So, it kind of makes sense, but I think I really should have, you know, tried to get the DVD, because obviously with the DVD of the movie, of Superman Doomsday... It has a lot more extras. It has, obviously, talks with the writers. Talks with, you know, behind-the-scenes kind of, like, look on the whole story of uh, Doomsday and how it was adapted from the death and return of Superman. um, And all that. So, you know, it's... I mean, if you're ever going to want to get Superman Doomsday, try to get it on the cheap on DVD, at least. Because all the extra stuff will probably be very, very interesting to look at. Um, whilst with the digital release of the digital release that I got on Xbox Live, it doesn't have any of those extras. It doesn't have any extras at all. It just, it just, it's, just the st- it's just the movie itself in 480p. Uh, it's not... When you ever buy... Like... Phys- like permanently buy a movie on Zune. Um, it's not an HD. Uh, from from my knowledge, it's not on HD. You don't get an HD, You never get an HD version of it. Or not a high quality HD version of it, anyway. Uh, you always get the standard definition version of it. Which kind of sucks. Um, but yeah. I still, I think it was alright. I mean, I suggest people go go try to hunt it down and give it a watch. If you're a Superman fan, obviously you gotta love it. Um, if you're if you've ever been a DC kind of like um, fan and you've liked various moments of the DC universe, particularly Justice League, it actually has more relation to Justice League than it has with the actual Superman series 
that was on TV. So I still think it was it's valuable to actually have have a good watch with it. So yeah, definitely worth it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my viewpoint on Doomsday, uh, Superman Doomsday. So there you go. Um, that's pretty much it then. Uh, lastly, I don't know what to talk about. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh! Crap, 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 crap. Um, fuck! Damn it, I'm to- I've totally lost what I've, I was going to uh, talk about. Um... Uh, yes, Steam. Yes, Steam. Yes, um, Left 4 Dead 2. Yes. Uh, if you haven't updated, it had a very interesting update. So uh, if you haven't updated it yet, uh, go check it out. Definitely. Um, I'm hoping to go check it out soon myself, and hopefully get some friends to actually play a campaign with me. Hopefully, and get some achievements. I love I love achievements. So much. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's about it. I've totally got nothing else to say. So, yes, end of show time! Where we have one request for tonight's uh, ending moment uh, from... Uh, what was it? Um, from the emails... Where it's uh, Lazy Days, Living in Paradise. Which is a big theme from Sonic Adventure. Performed by Ted Poley. Yay. Uh, which you would know for doing such songs as... Uh, it Doesn't Matter. I believe it did not. Aye, it Doesn't Matter. Uh, and... Um, uh, Escape from the City. And yes, even even Takashi Izuka doesn't like big. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he did. He did say he didn't like the this. He said he didn't like the uh, the fishing the the fishing concept that they had for Sonic Adventure. But I don't know if he didn't like big for for a character. I I, I can't remember. You can find that in the uh, uh, you can find the the whole. Um, you can find the whole kind of like uh, Q&A session that uh, Takashi Izuka was in for Summer Sonic in the Summer Sonic retrospective done by the Sonic show so look it up um, so yeah uh, that's it so yeah enjoy the song and I will see you next week same time same place don't forget there are many of the shows this weekend of course on Sunday as always um there's probably not going to be a Radio Redux this week. And maybe not a Mock the Geek this week either. But of course, if you ever want to be part of Mock the Geek, we're always looking for people who want to be guests, uh, like guest, to have like guest appearance on Mock the Geek. Uh, check out uh, segamedia.com. Uh, I think it's segamedia.com or .net. Um, but no, check out Media. Because we're always, you know, we're we're always looking for, um, you know, we're always looking for like guests and uh, guest quizzers as such, or guest comedians. More so, guest comedians at least. But um, no, if you want to take part in mock the geek, by all means. So anyway, I will see you next week, same time, same place, only on Turbo uh, Sega Sonic Radio, and. Enjoy your weekends, and have a nice day, night, wherever. Enjoy, bye-bye!
Sonic Radio, the number one source for Sonic music. 